Welcome to the Books and Bites podcast. Each month, we bring you book recommendations and discuss the bites and beverages to pair with them. I'm Carrie Green, and I'm here with my co-hosts, Michael Cunningham and Adam Wheeler. Hello. Hey. Today, we're talking about the third prompt in the Books and Bites challenge, a book that retells or adapts another story. We're changing the podcast format up a little bit with this episode and dividing this month's discussion into two separate, shorter episodes. If you missed the first episode, we, we each gave a detailed review of one book and paired it with a recipe. In this episode, we're making some bite-sized recommendations for even more adaptations. This is kind of an experiment, so please let us know what you think. You can email us at podcast at jesspublib.org. I'm going to stay with the Frankenstein theme and recommend another retelling of Mary Shelley's classic, The Dark Descent of Elizabeth Frankenstein by Kirsten White. Winner of the Bram Stoker Award, 2018 for Best Antidote Novel. This retelling tells the story of Elizabeth Venza, an orphan who is taken in by the Frankenstein family as a companion for the young reclusive Victor. They soon take to each other and become inseparable, but as the years move on, she has to start controlling Victor's violent urges and his burgeoning madness as best she can. But as Victor spirals even further, Elizabeth, a very determined girl, will do whatever it takes to stay alive, no matter the cost. So this one's full of great twists as it builds towards a thrilling climax and contains a lot of nods to the original story, but it isn't necessary that you have read Shelley's novel. It is available in the teen horror section and is also available through the Libby app as an e-audiobook. If you grew up a fan of Alice in Wonderland and are looking for a dark and twisted take on it, look no further than Alice by Christina Henry. This book picks up after a trip down the rabbit hole. She comes back bloodied and sliced up with her parents committing her to an asylum in the old city. She makes friends with the person in the next cell, a guy named Hatcher, a.k.a. the Mad Hatter. After a fire breaks out in the asylum, they escape along with a Jabberwock into the old city, which is controlled by five mob bosses, the Walrus, Cheshire, the Carpenter, the Caterpillar, and the Rabbit. As they make their way through the city to find the Vorpal Sword to recapture the Jabberwock, Alice's memories start to return to her from her last trip about the rabbit and what he did to her, and now she wants revenge. This is available in her adult fantasy collection. Any fans of Edgar Allan Poe should check out Usher's Passing by Robert R. McCammon. This book continues the story of the Usher family and imagines that Roderick had a brother that continued on the family name. Today, the Usher family is worth billions after building an armament empire over the years. Rick's Usher, a horror writer, returns home along with his two siblings when they are summoned by their dying father to the Usher estate in North Carolina. As they await to see who inherits the Usher business in the state, Rick starts digging into the family's past and uncovers vile family secrets and history, a secret that drove Roderick to insanity and evil that is getting ready to be unleashed. This is available as an ebook on who. Digital. So you've got some good classics there. Had oh, you yeah. read all of those originals? I believe I've, I've read Alice in Wonderland years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I've, I've read these, but it's been so long. 
you know, yeah. the, the fall of House of Usher, high school, maybe college, and Frankenstein 10 years ago. I feel like it kind of makes it, in some ways, it's more fun if you haven't read the originals, because if you've read it, you're like, well, this is this, and mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> this character is that. I don't know. It's It's sort of like takes the experience of experiencing a work of fiction away. Yeah, it's almost like, well, it's almost like that because I can barely remember the originals yeah. at this point. Yeah, they're, I really enjoyed them. Gregory Maguire is known for his clever adaptations of fairy tales and other stories. The musical Wicked, about the Wicked Witch of the West, was adapted from his novel of the same title. I recommended Egg and Spoon last year, a teen historical fantasy filled with elements from Russian folktales, including the story of the witch Baba Yaga. The novel is set into motion when two young girls, Elena, a peasant trying to care for her dying mother, and Ekaterina, a wealthy girl on her way to visit the Russian Tsar with her great aunt, accidentally switch places. Much of the book is told in chapters that alternate between the two girls and their separate adventures. It's a fun and imaginative read, free of the teen angst often found in YA novels. I recommend Egg and Spoon for anyone who likes their fantasies with equal parts history, fairy tale, and magic. Helen Oyeyemi is another novelist who is interested in fairy tales. Her book, Boy, Snow, Bird, reimagines the tale of Snow White as a story about racial passing in the 1950s and 60s. According to the publisher description, quote, In the winter of 1953, Boy Novak arrives by chance in a small town in Massachusetts, looking, she believes, for beauty, the opposite of the life she's left behind in New York. She marries a local widower and becomes stepmother to his winsome daughter, Snow Whitman. A wicked stepmother is a creature Boy never imagined she'd become, but the birth of Boy's daughter, Bird, who is dark-skinned, exposes the Whitmans as light-skinned African-Americans passing for white. Now Boy, Snow, and Bird must confront the tyranny of the mirror to ask how much power surfaces really hold." This book sounded really good to me, but I struggled with the opening chapters about Boy's abusive rat-catcher father. Um, That's definitely not something that's in the original Snow White. So you may want to pass on this one if descriptions of animal and child abuse, even if it's a rat, (laughs) disturb you. I didn't make it through that one either, Adam. (laughs) Was his dad supposed to be like the huntsman in the story, or is it just completely extra? Uh... That's okay. I feel like it was completely extra, but <laughs> but I'm not sure. If you are a fan of Jane Austen, we know that Adam is not, <laughs> or Sherlock Holmes, you're in luck. There are numerous adaptations of each. Regular listeners are probably tired of hearing me talk about the Mary Russell series, so just read them already and I won't have to mention them again. <laughs> 
These Historical Mysteries by Laurie R. King, the retired Sherlock Holmes, takes on the bright young Mary Russell as his protege. Melissa enjoyed the Lady Sherlock novels by Sherry Thomas. In these mysteries set in Victorian London, Charlotte Holmes assumes the name Sherlock Holmes in order to pursue her calling as a de- as a detective, investigating cases with her friend Mrs. Watson. Jane Austen's Pride and Prejudice has been turned into monster mashups, as in Pride and Prejudice and Zombies, which Adam mentioned in the previous episode of the podcast, and transported to modern-day Pakistan, as in Unmarriageable by Sonia Kamal. Joe Baker's novel, Longburn, retells the story from the perspectives of its below-stairs servants. The princess saves herself in this one by Amanda Lovelace, split into four sections, The Princess, The Damsel, The Queen, and You, traces the author's journey through trauma and healing, ending with a special message for the reader. The first in Lovelace's Women Are Some Kind of Magic series, the princess saves herself in this one, uses a traditional fairy tale framework to fracture the roles imposed on women and inspire strength. This title, which I recommend for adults, but may be accessible for some mature teens, is available from JCPL in hard copy and as an ebook via Hoopla Digital. Nubia, Real One, a graphic novel by L.L. McKinney and Robin Smith, adapts the story of DC Comics' first black female superhero, who first appeared as Wonder Woman's kidnapped twin in 1973. Nubia is a heartfelt character who navigates a typical teen life while coming to terms with both her superhuman abilities and the impacts of systemic racism on herself as both a black teen and a hero. Nubia Real One is currently on order for JCPL, so place a hold for the physical copy now. It's a wonderful choice for high school students and adults. Meg, Joe, Beth, and Amy, a modern retelling of Little Women by Ray Terciero and Brie Indigo, is a wonderfully inclusive middle-grade adaptation of the classic by Louisa May Alcott. Follow the lives of the spirited March sisters as they navigate school, life, and the absence of their father who is stationed overseas. Meg, Joe, Beth, and Amy is available in hard copy at JCPL. We are now a few months into the 2021 reading challenge, and we just want to remind everybody that if you would like, you can earn bonus entries into both our monthly prize drawings and the big yearly prize drawing. Uh, And you can do that by... um, reading an author who has a different identity than you and this can be they can be a drastically different age uh it could be um they have different ability or disability uh different race ethnicity sexuality religion gender or even socioeconomic status so uh someone who is living in extreme poverty for example or maybe even extreme wealth um just something that's going to open you up to new ideas uh and kind of see the world through someone else's eyes a little bit listening to the Books and Bites podcast. For more information about the podcast or the Books and Bites challenge, visit our website at jesspublib.org slash
books-bites. Our theme song is The Breakers by Scott Whitten from his album In Close Quarters with the Enemy. You can find out more about Scott and his music on his website, adoreforadesk.com.